Raisin Man Arena. Transmission starting. Raisin Man Arena. Tuesday, March 16th, May 16th. May si- March 16th. <laughs> March 16th. We're going all the way back to March. Man, I wish it was March. November huh? 16th. What? November. What is that? I was just playing on another M. But that is a thing. Oh, really? What is it? I don't know. What is it, Sarah? <laughs> Movember is about not shaving your mustache or something. Uh, oh, having okay. a mustache. Or, yeah. Who knows? Movember. Welcome to Raisin Man. I'm Felipe. And I'm, I'm Sam. And I'm Sarah. I was doing another post. Please. You can <laughs> yeah. do another one if you want. Yeah, because I re- realized in the first post, I was like, hey, we're doing the podcast, but I didn't say now. Yes. So even though every week we do the podcast at approximately four, they might not. I didn't want anyone to be Any, confused. Every <laughs> sentence requires its own post to the grid. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I hate posting promo for anything online because I'm like, my experience of being online is just you scroll through it. You don't really look at it. So I'm like, what combination of words? What are What's a arresting combination of words? Mm-hmm. I don't think really there is one. People will want to read what they want to read. There is no longer an arresting combination of words. No. It ended in Shakespeare's time. It's and ever true. since then, we've been searching for one. And now, because of chat GPT. I find Instagram to be like, even I, I even scroll through like reels and things that aren't promo now. I find it to be just like TikTok, and it's become kind of unbearable for me. <laughs> are you saying, are you saying that your attention span has got lowered? No, I just, it's like, it's yeah, less social than it used to be. Yeah. I used to go on there and see stuff about my friends, and yes. now I go it's on a there. a celebration of friendship and community. Exactly, exactly. And now... And now it's just like influence. Totally. I have always thought that like TikTok... So Instagram is like your friends, your community. Uh, TikTok is the entire universe. Uh-huh. And now they're bringing the whole universe energy to, to Instagram. Instagram, yeah. And I think it's nice to have both. I mean... Sometimes it's great to connect with the global community, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a lot of times, that. just on a daily basis, I just kind of want to see what's up with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Well, I'm sure it'll be okay. What new <laughs> stages of depression are they getting into? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what tiny inches they've come in their career? You know, like mm-hmm. what little baby steps they've taken. Yeah, what career. are they bitter about and they're oversharing <laughs> yeah, in, a, exactly. in a moment yeah. of weakness? <laughs> you get to catch them in that window yeah. where they're wilding out and saying Man. things that they will regret. And it's funny when you come to realize you got to screenshot that stuff because a lot of times it gets deleted faster than you can send it to your friend. It's true, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so if someone is in a moment of vulnerability, screenshot. document that. Screenshot yeah. it. It's going to vanish. Or you could just message someone and be like, hey, could you go through your archives and um, pull up that one post? Yeah. You know? <laughs> My or, friend didn't get to see it. Where you were like subtweeting someone in the community. Yeah. Making fun of someone. <laughs> Clearly you're mad and yeah. you've misplaced your anger at someone. Yeah. Well... It's good to have you back, sir. We haven't seen you in a long time. Thank you. Not to all my fault. For one of the weeks, you guys were gone. That is true. No, so there's nothing wait, I can wait, wait, do. Wait, wait, <laughs> so, no. Why are you... Come, you do not have to come out on the hey, defense. Well, you're trying to put me on you, the fucking defense stand. I have said... Just, I, just said we, I said we haven't seen you in, like a, in a while, yeah. and then you come out on the yeah. defense. I know, because I feel attacked. And, and, what, and what week were we gone? 
We've been here every Tuesday. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. No, we left for Berlin on Wednesday. Yeah, you're we right. You're right. No. We, we came back on Sunday. No. <laughs> so that we could no. do no. the There was a <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well there was a different week. Wow, you, you really don't you really did not even need to come out on the defense on this one. I was gonna just I was just gonna say how nice yeah. it is to see you again. Thank you. Well last week was it was crazy. I just forgot. I you was just, just it was like 3.50 and I got the little email notification that was like, uh, F to Poi is live or whatever. And <laughs> That's I how was, you found out. Yes, I was Do you not have it in your calendar <laughs> and it says, uh, today, Raisin Manorino, 4 p.m. Do I know how to do that? <laughs> yeah, do you know how to put it in your calendar <laughs> and make a repeating event? Sometimes <laughs> even when it's in your calendar, I forget. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Because there's so much electronic noise. Yes. <laughs> Our awareness is yes. completely, right. it's through a screen of right. electronic noise. I got into a fight with Gabby on Thursday and it left my entire, like it took everything out of my mind for Raisin, what was going to happen. Raisin Man heads will know yes. Gabby, Sam's girlfriend. Yes. yes. And it took the rest of the day out of my mind and I missed like three things that I had to do because I just like wasn't looking at my phone. I was so... Isn't that crazy? I know. You think you remember. I know. And in one part of your brain, you do remember. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I remember, like I probably thought on Tuesday, oh, I have to do Raisin Man later. But then when I got to lunchtime, I was like, wow, isn't this amazing? I have nothing to do all afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. I understand. Strange. I mean, and that's how, I mean, I don't know if we should really get into this, but... People, you know, sometimes forget their children in their car and they die, babies. Mm-hmm. They they say that medically, some people's memories, like it's really much easier for them to forget things. And without a visual reminder, um, they will not remember. Yeah. Yeah. And I so have this. Fault. Can I share with you this theory about myself? I've come up with a concept. Sam's heard of this already, but I've come up with a concept that I have something that I call situational dyslexia. Oh, wow. I made it up. I made it up. You have, and what kind of dyslexia you have? Regular. I have the regular kind, yeah. so I'm but, curious to hear yeah. where this is going. But you've heard <laughs> me say this, right, Sam? I think I've heard you say situational dyslexia, but I've never, <laughs> I've never just heard you describe the. You, you know, know how I like certain things that I are can really. Guess what, what you're <laughs> I don't know today. what it is. You know how yeah. like certain things that are really common sense, like I don't, um, I don't get them. Like where I'm confused, <laughs> I'm confused about how to like go huh. about doing a task. Huh? Like. Anytime that some big task needs to be done, I like get dyslexic. I just don't like help or I'm like confused about how to do stuff. Uh Can you name one specific example? (sighs) Can you name one, Sam? (laughs) (laughs) A situation where you don't help. No, it's not. Well, I mean, that's, no, no, no. But that's the effect. The effect is that I don't help. Oh, like after when we did the, the, the show at Good Good Comedy and like cleaning up after like you just don't know where to begin and everyone else is like grabbing a bucket and like mopping stuff up and you're like i don't know yeah like something that. like that i do help clean up after shows <laughs> i do want to say but yes like that kind of thing where like a task needs to be done and then everyone ta- and then i'm like what should i do yeah um, yes or you, you even, often ask that like if we're, we were pretty like on scary car just being like is there anything should i be doing something and i know that this sounds like hope like i'm trying to defend myself for being unhelpful or something yeah um but i genuinely think sometimes i'm like con- i have like like, you know how, how when we watch movies, like, I sometimes don't get the plot? Yes, yes. Like, I think that those things are related. Like, I get confused by, like, when we have to do things, I'm like, what is the first thing to do? And then sometimes I'll, like, try doing something, and then it'll be like, that's not the first thing to do. And Or it's like, <laughs> how do I, like, begin solving this problem? I think, I yeah. think these things are related. He's heating up the water on the stove before he goes to the grocery store. <laughs> he doesn't know. I, yeah, like, I mean, it's like, obviously my whole life, 
um like my family's always been like you're so useless like my friends are frustrated <gasps> by me like i do have this like dopey obviously. idiot thing and obviously you can be like no shape up like you can solve this and sure i can and i make efforts to but it happens often enough that i'm like oh i think i think i get confused by things that some people don't get confused by that's interesting and it seems mm. to me like possible that it could just be like a thing like I don't know, like, I have a hard time with directions, right, Sam? You've seen this. Yes. Like, I get lost really easily. And, like, I don't remember how I, like, move around mm. places. Like, I don't get spaces. Yeah. I know it's like I'm medicalizing it, but I'm just like, I sure. think there's something that is, like, confusing to me. I have two things to say about that. One's I want to talk about the movie plot problem that you have. And the other is that I. it's interesting when you discover some kind of, like, small neurodivergence that you have. Because, like, it takes a long time to identify it if it is, like, not, I don't know, a major factor in your personality and then to try to explain to other people who don't have that problem what it is people will be like well everyone gets overwhelmed sometimes right. everyone doesn't know how to start sometimes and you're like no but i think there's something with me where it's actually different yeah. and but people don't want to accept it i find or like i i really think i have partial facial blindness and people just all the time will react and just be like oh yeah well you know i forget people's faces sometimes too and i'm like i don't know i sit at the door at life world and do you know check people's tickets and stuff and it'll be like sometimes three or four times in a row people being like hey sarah hey sarah hey sarah no idea who they are really? not yeah really? not even a guess people who, yeah. but people who you know like a lot or a little i think a little yeah i mean if i really know someone if I've met them several times and talked to them, I can pretty much remember. But if I met you once, I can't remember your, what your face looks like. And maybe if you told me like what we talked about, I could remember that once given some kind of trigger for it. But yes. like, I don't remember what people's faces look like. And yeah, I don't know. I just say that to people and they're like, hmm. I can just tell people like don't really believe you when yeah. you're like, I have this thing. No, totally. Yeah. And this thing that I'm saying, I mean, I'm, it saying, it, so I'm saying it a little bit tongue in cheek, yeah. but I understand that people in my life have identified me as like an unhelpful and like head in the clouds type of person. And so to say all this, they're like, okay, yeah. whatever. Oh, like yeah, that's why medical. you don't help, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And maybe it isn't medical, but it's like, I do. Th yeah. Again, like I do think there's actually something about your brain that does things differently. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. And then I see Sam, like Sam, I think you see a situation you're like, this is how we go about it. Yeah. And I don't think it's just because you have, are like a better guy than me, but no. I do think you just like <laughs> things no. organize themselves you in your head, think? but then you like forget, you say people's names wrong or you like, totally. can't spell uh -huh. and so I'm like, I think these things are. Yeah. Well, I, I think two things about that. One is like, I think there's all these ways about how we're raised that give us certain strengths and weaknesses. And it could, there could be like biological elements yes. too. But there are certain strengths and weaknesses. Like, for instance, Felipe, when you described, like, when you travel with your family, your dad yes. gets really mad. And the way you coped with that as a child is you, like, tuned out. And we're just, like, on your phone or reading or whatever as a way to, like, block out the kind of, like, the craziness of what your parents were dealing doing or dealing with. And I was, like, that helped me think, like, oh, that's why Felipe, like whenever we're traveling or stuff, he's like on his phone and checked out or whatever. It's just cause he's like, <laughs> yeah, he had to, of trauma. He yeah. had to childhood trauma. trauma. And then the other thing is like, even though we have these things, unfortunately, <sighs> I don't think it excuses us from like having to be, to, 
to cope with right. them in some no, way. No, totally. Like, for instance, you if you're a person who loses your car keys all the time, you need to develop a system where you, like, hang your car keys right when you come in the door and, like, put them on a coat rack or whatever. And that way you don't lose them. Right. Some people may not have to do that, but that's what you need to yes. do in order to not <laughs> lose your car keys. Because yes. you can't be an adult, like, with children and places to go and be losing your car keys all no. the time. No one cares what you're dealing with. You yeah, know? it's true. That is true. It's true. But imagine a world where they did. <laughs> imagine a world where they did. Yeah. 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 And then I'll say about the movie plot thing that I think it's charming that you're not good at tracking the important details in the plot of a movie because you're very smart and you're so good at dissecting the themes and the other elements of the movie. And I always like when you can identify people's weaknesses, it makes them more um, likable. Mm, yeah. Vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. You know, when you meet someone and you're like, I think this might be like a perfect person. Like they're funny, they're charming, they're smart, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. look good, they're friendly, they're calm. their values are aligned. Yeah. Yeah. And then you find something that isn't so great about them. It's such a relief. <laughs> you, find out, you find out they can't read. Yes. <laughs> it's such a relief. Uh, yeah. Well, I also, also flip by. I sometimes wonder when we watch movies, I'm like, oh, you're all also on your phone. While we're watching movies. This like, is, this is half true. Mm, yes. Half. But when we watched tar, for instance, he was, I was, fully, I was, was fully in. in. He was um, locked in. Yeah. Right, I just get, right. I just get confused by details yeah. <laughs> that are, are supposed to go together. Details yeah. that are supposed to be connected to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's funny. Those details that to me are such like, those elements of the movie where they're signaling the details so hard that you're like, okay, that's something that'll come up. Flippy doesn't notice that stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then <laughs> Ian, Ian sent me a, a cut of what happened to Bobby. I think he oh, said yours too. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. And the first time I watched it, I was like, I didn't get, I didn't get that. Like, <laughs> and then the second time I watched it, I was like, no, it's all there. He's, he's putting all the details in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I was, so I told him, I was like, look, it could be clear. And I was like, but keep in mind, I like miss stuff in movies all the time. Yeah. I am the, the dumbest out of all our friends movie watcher. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Well, sometimes you say insightful things too, though. Like that's true. When we mm. were watching, sometimes we watched Succession <laughs> and you were like, oh, the conversation the old father has with his security guard in the restaurant, he's wondering about death and he's like, I don't think there's anything after this, but I have my suspicions. Yes. And it's a great and scene. What he's doing is he's wondering what this is what you said, Felipe. He's like, he's, he's has a suspicion that he's going to be punished in the afterlife yes. for all the bad stuff he mm. did. And, and when I heard that, I thought, Oh, I didn't, think that at all or even really think much about that scene but it's interesting that you took all this like meaning from it and of course it becomes uh post when you know that he's dead and that dies in the next episode it imbues that scene with all this meaning you know I, honestly i was reading the comment and i miss what sam said so the urge to not focus on the movie while watching a movie is so crazy. I like watching stuff in a theater because I have zero urge to check my phone. Once you start looking at your phone, it's oh my God, very I know. true. When I'm watching a movie at home or even a TV show, I'm constantly jumping about 15 seconds because I, I don't like missing anything. I don't want to miss out like a word that someone says. So I'm just like, it's like when you read a book, you're like watching it like you're reading a book. Yes, literally you jump back. I keep jumping back. If really? I look at my phone, I jump back 90 seconds and watch from before I missed, you know, back through. Even if it's like, sometimes you can tell you didn't really miss anything because you're like, I still know what's going on, but I'm like, but what if, but what if I did? No, that uh, makes me think, ah, oh, this filmmaker yeah. too much 
too much chaff. <laughs> Put it down. If I can be looking at my phone and still follow You're it. You're skipping ahead. Yeah. You're skipping, skipping ahead. ahead All right. Seconds. 10 sequence. Yeah. Let me just get to when the tension's broken. That's funny. Um, I appreciate you saying that, Sam. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Randomly, I'll have like, I'll, I'll have <laughs> insights into stuff. That's the thing. It's like, I think I get like at a higher level, like symbolism or something, but not even, I remember when I was with my ex-girlfriend, Sarah, we'd read short stories and I was always trying to like, really go to like, do like really master's yeah. master's degree on it and she'd be like it's very simple this is what the story is and mm. i was like oh yeah and she went like high school english teacher on mm. and i was like oh this is the simpler reading of the story interesting hmm. yeah there's some famous english professor academic who says that uh you shouldn't think of like reading stories or taking in any art as like solving a puzzle or something. It's not a bunch of pieces in a mystery that come out to form like an answer or something. But I like that. I like that too. Yeah. That's how I do. Take so, it. Sorry. And they can't, that person can't make us stop. <laughs> no, no. I'm He's never in England. Stop. Yeah. So <laughs> can't stop you. Let him come here. Anyways. You seemed also like sorry. You you said anyways. Like we're gonna talk about something. Else. <laughs> like we Actually, have something else. No wait, wait, What I'll were you about to say? Of, I was just gonna say. I think in a in a school classroom context, I would you'd be the kind of person that I'd like want in an English class because I think you'd raise your hand and you say something interesting. You know, I would try. I would try to say stuff that was out, out of left field. All out the of time. left field. <laughs> but the teacher would be there to silence you as well. <laughs> yes. If, you're, if yeah. you're going on too long. Yeah. About something. Put a leash on me. <laughs> we'll have yeah. to have him on an episode to explain what this means. Cause I still don't fully understand, but I was talking to Pierce about his comedy and his short films and, he kept saying that he likes to put a lot of misunderstanding into his work and stuff that he doesn't understand. Mm. Um, otherwise, he doesn't like it anymore, doesn't want to perform it. And yeah, I, so. I like that. Yeah, I like whatever that means. I don't know what it means, but I like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I used to read books, I'd always be like, there's always one detail in like a good book that you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So then totally. I thought, oh, like the author needs to put in a thing where they're like, I don't know. I don't know, what the, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah. It gives it a little bit of texture. Yeah. Throw the scent off. Yeah. yeah. But you don't, you can't even know what the scent is. You no. kind of, you kind of close your eyes and you throw something in some direction mm. and you're like, I'm not seeing where it's going. Well, that's the thing about, I think television and a lot of movies that get made are frustrating is they're. They're too on rails. There's there's not enough throwing off of the scent mm. of the plot or of the characters that you often like see a television show. You're like, I get exactly what this is trying to be. And it's not being anything different than that. Mm. I like in Succession, I'm on season three, that, you know, how Kendall gets really sad in season two because of the, the thing that he did that got covered up. I don't want to do spoilers for people who haven't seen any of oh, the show. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah. He, you know, he just gets sad. really sad and like doesn't talk a lot. And his siblings keep being like, are you good, dude? Because he doesn't want to like fuck around with them anymore, like the way they talk. And then in season three, after he's like, he comes back know, the comeback, he's suddenly really manic and crazy. Yeah. I think that's such a great twist in his character. Because it could be like he comes back and he's like really serious and like ready to finally. No, he be becomes a, a clown again. He becomes a clown again. You're yeah. like, that's so great. I yeah. actually didn't like it. I was like, I liked like him it. silent more. Uh, I like him silent more. Yeah. But I find it more interesting as a like, it's mm. not so A to B of like, oh wow, and now we see the character transform. Like he's learned. No. He learned. No. He learned something, but then he kind of lost it. But then yeah. he became a clown again. Oh, that yeah. is a good point. Now that makes yeah. me like it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right, Schiff, let's fucking, let's fucking do this and fucking, I don't know, 
fucking screw him and fuck him up the ass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go. That's like that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's funny they have Z-Way on. I just saw the episode where Z-Way. Wow, is you were like, are, like yeah. you are yeah. in the Stone Age. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just say this: I don't want anybody to go to jail. I don't believe in prison, even for corporate people. Even for corporate crimes. Yes, even yeah. for corporate well, crimes. Don't worry. The, don't only, the only punishment that will happen is in the afterlife. Yeah, for any of those I hope characters. so. I, I mean, so far, I don't know. God but, can decide, but not man. Yeah. Um, we were talking to uh, Peter Mills' wife about watching watching Succession. He's like, you know, I like it, but I don't want to watch it as it goes. He's like, because I don't want to be part of the cultural conversation. He's like, I hate I hate watching a show with everybody. And at first I was like, ah, who cares? But <laughs> yeah. now that I'm like watching it with everybody and I see people online, like talk about it, every episode as it goes, it makes me mad. I don't like it. Why? It kind of like robs my own pleasure of it. And anything that I could like experience becomes like diluted. Like this mm-hmm. last episode, everyone's going crazy about it. I don't think it's that crazy and I don't want to spoil it, but if the people who think it's crazy, I think it reveals something kind of stupid about it. Like, I think it's a pretty oh, normal fuck. episode. It's not mm. that shocking oh, of an episode. And you don't want to be taken in. That's like a whole other TV show. I literally People's was reactions. like, I literally was like, is this really the crazy episode? It's just, it's fine. It's a good episode, but it's not like that shocking. Yeah. It's, it's, it's vulgar. I think to participate in something mass. <laughs> you know, like enjoying a television show along with everyone That's else true. you know yeah and then people I've it's t- better to do the it only, privately i yeah, tweeted about this but people but people so will like alone, tweet about book. people will tweet about the characters as if they were real yeah like they'll be like they'll be like i saw this thing that was like oh i want to cuddle kendall yeah i want to like give him a big cuddle and some <laughs> quote quote tweeted and was like i bet that's what his kids would like because he's kind of an absurd father. And I'm like, he's a made-up character. Like, why are you character. tweeting like this? No worries. Yeah. <laughs> His kids don't exist. That's funny. But don't you think it's fun when you watch the new episode and then someone does a funny tweet about it or makes a funny meme and you're like, yeah. That I don't mind. <laughs> that I don't mind. Yeah. That I don't mind. I, I like that. <laughs> it's funny how, like, even... F- like fandom has its own kind of like script for how yes. fans should act or yes. react to yes. things. It's almost like when people are like, oh my God, this is the crazy episode. It's like they're like um, trying to promote the show or something like that. Yeah. Um, they are trying to promote the show. In, a, in this weird way that's like, yeah, everyone's part of the project of making television now. I even was, fans. I was like reading through people because I, I I kind of didn't get the episode or I was like, is this all? I didn't think it. People you didn't were, think I, it was remarkable because you didn't. Because no, I mean, I did feel that way. I was like, I must not have understood what you was so interesting dyslexia. about this. I feel like I'm having dyslexia about this episode, and I saw people were tweeting about it, and then someone was like, this episode shows how like morally bankrupt, blah blah blah. And then this person in the comments was like, it was an incredible episode about like politics in the age of whatever and i wrote an article about it and they posted their medium article and i was like i gotta read this i gotta figure what the fuck this episode then i read it it was just like a recap and i was like (laughs) this is people have to stop oh god people just gotta stop this yeah that's crazy but it's okay you know if you're not online and you just live your life you don't have to worry about any of this you read the medium article though i read the whole thing even in that story (laughs) you're exhibiting a set of behaviors because i was like i need to figure out what what people are getting from this i don't get it i need it spelled out for me yeah yeah i hear you yeah it's funny fun to watch a movie like a little art film that came out and then go back online afterwards and read what the reviews were and it gives you fodder for what to say to your friends 
about the movie. I sometimes do that. Do you ever say the thing you read as if you had come up with Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would mm. say I read this. I read this. I've been watching Couples Therapy. Have you guys watched the show? No. It's so fucking good. You would like it. It's on Showtime, but you can watch it on Hulu. And it's um, every, every, yeah, (laughs) every season follows four (laughs) couples going to therapy for like eight sessions um, across the season. And every couple is completely different. There's like a queer couple that are like 25 that I'm like, I bet I know these people. And then there's like a couple that no but i look for them around but it's I, like new york yeah but it, everyone lives in new york so oh, eventually okay. well there's their the, there's their problem yes. if you you got if you have trouble with your couple you gotta move you gotta out of move. new york yeah yeah um then they got a couple that's like was raised in the mormon church got married when they were 18 then the wife didn't want to be mormon anymore the husband wanted to keep doing it mm. and like their issues so like everyone has a very different thing going on and it's just good the therapist is really good and you just watch it and there's no cameras in the room. It's all like a soundstage that's set up so they just look like they're in a regular therapy office and they can't see they're being recorded so it doesn't feel cheap like a lot of couples yeah. shows do. Yeah, do you it's pretty cool. F- does it, do the couples have problems that, or does the therapist say things that have like bearing on your own life and people in your life? Um. Well, it's really helped me to understand like how analysis works or like, when how a therapist has like a system of how they work with people because she's I think like a kind of a classical analyst where like everything she relates it back to like an early childhood experience so you kind of explain like what you don't like about your partner or something or what the problem is and she'll be like so tell me about your mom and dad was there a parent you had that like didn't listen to you when you would get upset and then be like always just mapping things onto early childhood experiences mm. and it's interesting because i don't know that i necessarily like agree with that in a way that like oh that's true that's real that's why you are the way you are but i think it's very helpful for these people to like break out of their obsession with like this person in my life is doing this to me and to be like oh there's larger patterns and like things throughout life and maybe if i think about this as being about someone else i can kind of like free this person up from those projections and like see them anew yeah yeah and it seems to work for about people. their own life yeah totally and they kind of like they get so locked into the conflicts that they're in that it's hard for them to make any forward progress and then they kind of rearrange their ideas about what's happening to them through this system that who cares if it's really like scientifically this is how why yeah, you're, yeah because if your mom's fucked up then your girlfriend blah 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 yeah but it works for them does That's it always arrive back with the parents or do they actually they're like oh it's actually it was about it's your, almost always the parents okay. or a step parent. Yeah. Parents, step parent, yeah. big perpetrators in yeah. this psychoanalytic <laughs> kind of yeah, space. Totally. Does anyone ever go, I hear you that your dad did that, but I doesn't I, I don't, don't wanna, I don't want I don't fuck with that. <laughs> I don't fuck with you anymore. No. But the therapist, there's one person on this season that she doesn't fuck with. And part of the show, she goes to see... The therapist has beef? The therapist has beef. She is part of a group of therapists that meet up where she'll talk about what's going on and other therapists will give advice. And she has, like, basically a woman who's her therapist, who's, like, her clinical advisor, who's, like, an older, more wise woman who Mm. she'll go to and be like, Mm. my client is Palestinian. She's Israeli. (gasps) And this is difficult for these reasons. Wait, the clinical advisor is Israeli? Um, No, the main therapist is Israeli. And she has a Palestinian client in one and of that's the... that's a problem she brings up? And that's a problem she brings up. How does she solve the problem of the client being Palestinian? She's like overcompensating. She like loves the Palestinian girl too much because she's like 
wants her to be happy doesn't want this couple to break up like just is like this woman needs this does the yeah. patient know that she's israeli yes but they don't talk about it but yeah. <laughs> this may have something so. to do with the occupation yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but there is a man that the therapist her name is orna she doesn't like this one man because he won't respond to her method like she's always just asking you to be really introspective and to like explain more about what you mean by that explain why you feel that way explain how that experience affects your daily life and he just dodges every question he's always like i don't need to talk more about my how i feel it's not about how i feel it's that she's giving me a hard time like everything oh, wait, is external i've seen the first episode of the show you've seen this i've seen and i remember that guy You've seen it's the third season. Oh no no no! First episode of the first. first. Well, maybe there's another. But there guy. is a guy there is in the a guy first like season there is a guy who, like who resists all of it, and yes. you're like, "Come on, man!" Totally. And Give it gets to a point over. in this season where the therapist says to him, "Like, I can't work with you. You don't respond to the way that I do things. We have different approaches to our feelings." So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And what is, cool. his, what is the guy's partner? He say? gets embarrassed. Really? <laughs> They're both embarrassed. Yeah. Damn. Wow. <laughs> they kind of laugh. They're like, oh my God, like you're so fucked up. You're like breaking the therapy. You can't even do it. Yeah. What did he so, expect? And at I that point, if you can't go to the therapy anymore, you have to do a ninja ropes course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it turns yeah. into a survivor show. Wow. So it's a good show, especially because as someone who's been in therapy before, sometimes you just kind of get lost in it. And you're like, what's the point of this? Like, how does it even work? And yeah. then they kind of, I mean, it's partially it's the way the show is edited, but you can really see like, oh, and then they did this work and then they had this breakthrough and then it opened them up to find this solution. Mm. It's very like mapped out for you, which is cool. But it's real. It's not scripted. But it's real. A hundred percent real. Well, that's good cool. Show. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I enjoyed listening to Esther Perel's podcast for a little bit. Word. Maybe I should Boy, did Sam love Esther Perel. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think you respond to her so much? I guess she's like... She's intelligent. She doesn't say things... I remember her saying things that really surprised me. Mm. And I think she feels like the problem of being in relationships with people is like ultimately this like fun sense of discovery Mm. a journey you can go on if you want to go on it Mm. and that like kind of analysis and working through relationship problems isn't about like sort of bearing down and winning against your partner but it's more like oh yeah like why is that the way it is and wouldn't it be interesting if it were like this and it's you realize that like the stuff of your own life the kind of intractable problems of your own life can be these like light fun little objects to like play around with Mm. and rearrange rather than these these sort of like dire Mm. situations you can't extract yourself from and she brings a sense of play to it i guess so i was like oh i get that i think this is this is fun she makes people laugh you know it's cool yeah hmm but, well, so, maybe yeah. we should have her on the podcast. We should have her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be nice. Um, yeah. You guys have fun in Berlin? I know you did a whole episode about it. We but did a whole ass episode. Yeah, it was a good time. Did they... Everyone spoke English? You got to speak English on the stage. I saw little clips. I, got, Everyone spoke I demanded English. to speak English on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, Everybody did speak English. Did it feel like there was a like you guys were the animators and then there was an audience of fans or was it like this is a gathering of like-minded artists 
it was mostly kind of artists in the in the audience. Or so that's cool. Fans. <laughs> it was <laughs> like I think it's away. like two hundred euro to get a ticket if you weren't an. Enemy. Wow, so, really? Well, because it's like a three day event with a lot of screenings and talks. I mean, and my sense my sense is a lot of people who were at it had either done a workshop before or um, I think if you like work for a production company or something, they might like pay to have you go. So you're like keeping track of like the newest talent or whatever wow did you see any stuff that you were like this is really crazy this is awesome yeah no we saw a lot of cool stuff i saw a lot of stuff i liked oh cool um we realized that there's a difference between things that work well in a festival and things that work well on the internet Mm -hmm. and they're not the same whoa did you already talk about that last episode did we honestly not really but there's like these really slow cinematic things that are do great on a big screen. Mm-hmm. Sleepy said they have this big low rumble. Yeah, when a when an animated film starts in a in a festival and it's like, <laughs> then you're off to the races. Wow, you're People like I love in. this. But if you're watching that on a phone, it's just like, like why is what? it silent? Just move on, move on, move on. Yeah. There is this great video that was like seven minutes long and it, and it, there's a lot of silence in it it's very slow but it's of this man walking through this city oh it was great and then this little creature guy starts to follow him and then it like bites off a bit of his leg <laughs> and then he like runs and hides and he looks for it he can't find it but then he sees it again and then he like stomps it out essentially but Whoa. it's really slow. I know that sounds violent and maybe not your thing. It sounds too violent. <laughs> but it was funny. But it was slow and funny and there was no dialogue. There was just like the sounds of like shuffling feet or of the creature going like. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like funny and work. But if you saw it on an iPhone scrolling through reels. You would never. Nope. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. So other people thought of making their cartoons funny. It wasn't just. It wasn't others. just us. Yeah. I know. That's it wasn't just I us. Know. Yeah. yeah, you'd think we're the only ones who. Everyone else would want to make their cartoons cool. Yes. No, some of them were funny. <laughs> some of them were funny. Yeah, but I'd say ours were more on the phone end of the spectrum. That what works on the phone is really fast jokes, but in a in a theater context, you want silences so people can laugh. Mm. And I've I've learned this lesson a million times, and I still make that mistake over and over. Anytime that a character tells a joke, you want some silence. One thousand. But on the phone, you don't care because people can laugh to themselves, and totally. they're not afraid of missing anything. Yeah, you know when you're showing your friend something that you think is really funny, and they're laughing at stuff, and they're missing other stuff, and you're like, shh, shh, shh. like listen, listen, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Tokyo Megaplex is, is Chris, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The venue for the midnight screening was fucking huge compared to the main one. It felt very legit slash different. Beeline killed at that one. Me and Simeon's animation. That's, that's right. Very funny reactions to Joe Kappa's humor from foreign audience. That's the screening that me and Sam missed. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. It, it was, was called the midnight screening. And 10.40 rolled around, and I said, well, let's get going to the midnight screening. Midnight screening started at 10.30. It ends at midnight. Did, was it a mistranslation? I think it used to start at midnight, and then they kept the name and changed wow, the time. But it's, like, it's not really my not fault. That does not make sense. Yeah. I was game to go. Yeah. But well, it's interesting what you're saying about the difference between the festival and the phone videos, because I think a thing that I hear a lot from people that make short films is just like, there's really no life for them. Or, yeah. You know, where what are you supposed watch to fucking it? do with it? Where would you watch it? it? Yeah. You put yeah. it on Vimeo and then you have to like labor to get people to go over to Please Vimeo to watch it. Please click the link to watch yeah. it. To go to the worst website of all time. 
Maybe exactly. it was like the hardest to navigate. Totally. And then there's all these issues with just like film festivals and whether or not those are really like effective ways to share your work or like why it's hard to get into them. Or they cost a lot of money. Um, and then obviously short films don't really make money. They don't, they don't go on TV. Yeah. So it's very you know, strange. You know the life of short films though? It's in very clouded little screenings that yep. happen on in New York and mm-hmm. LA. That's mm-hmm. really now where they're for. Yes. Yeah, so if you don't enjoy going to those, then don't get into the world. Yeah, get into <laughs> get into short films. Yeah, but it makes me feel for those people making like the those cool animations that start with a rumble, and it's like, well, I hope you had fun at Pictoplasm. <laughs> yeah, because no one's gonna <laughs> fucking see this ever. It's over. No, I think you're right. When you're there, you're like, oh, I wish I was making stuff that was a little more cinematic. But oh. it's like most of the time, you're not there. Totally. Um, yeah it's tough to know what to make but it's interesting the question of like how you shape the thing you make to the to the context yeah chris coming in here say again festivals are really the only place you can watch shorts in a real way online fests were the worst so hard to actually sit and pay attention at home it's so hard to get people to watch a short online. this is what people say exactly. it's because also a lot of times you know you see that someone has released a short and you're like i'm definitely gonna watch, I'm gonna watch that it later. i'm gonna watch it i'm yeah. gonna watch it you do not watch it it's hard to then remember you have time and you're like i don't never mind <laughs> totally no that's yeah. why that's why i'm like not don't have a problem when simple town like screens the same short over and over yeah because we'll be like everyone's seen it. it's like not everyone has seen it a lot of people just saw the two minute clip i posted yeah Nicole is getting the Vimeo staff pick tomorrow. I hope nice. I'm allowed to say that. I gotta say something about that. I gotta say something about it. In, How are you gonna yeah. give the Vimeo staff it's pick? It's about time. Yeah. It's about <laughs> fucking time. All right? That movie's been are on there for me? a while. Are and, you kidding? And what? The staff are busy. And now they're dick writing because okay. Edie got yeah. on television? Quite literally. Jesus Christ. Oh, now you pick it? Yeah. Oh, now you saw it? Now you like no, it? No, I, I should be nice to the Vimeo people because, you know, yeah. they like... But. I'm just surprised they're even allowed to do that. I'm like... You can't staff pick something. They can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> what are you going to pick next? Citizen Kane? Come on. You know, sometimes if they know you got a movie coming out, they're like, just send it to us and we'll release it with a staff pick. You can do that. Really? What do you mean? If, if they you... know you, if you're in touch with the staff pick people at Vimeo, sometimes they'll be like, let us know when you're about to release your new thing and it'll just come out with a staff pick out the gate. Wow. Out the fucking gate. Out the gate. If but sometimes really- it happens a couple years later. I can't wait to tell my parents... <laughs> We got the staff pick. Alex says the staff pick system is evil because he has never had one. That is totally wow. true. That is so true. And if you can do that thing that Felipe described, it just shows you how bankrupt yeah. the entire system is. Yeah. 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 So. The staff pick. It used to be such a big deal to get a staff pick, but it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah. I think Vimeo kind of whiffed it. Staff riding. That's right. Stuff right? Yeah, they're writing the writing ED stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just feel embarrassed if I were them that they weren't yeah, they didn't see it coming. Yeah, they couldn't they didn't get the genius. Yeah. And it's so obvious when you see the short. Totally, it's great. Oh, Jesus makes me mad. How is Edie doing? Is she having a is her life like completely? She different? is being recognized. Wow. Yeah. Around town. That must that would stress me out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty crazy because she's still working at the, the pizza place, but gets recognized at work by people who yes. are like, and you work here? Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense to them because I don't understand how someone who's on TV could work at a 
at a restaurant. They paid you fifteen million dollars right, <laughs> to be in that show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so you own this place? <laughs> totally. But I have a feeling that she won't have to work at the restaurant for long. You know, she's taking a lot of meetings and stuff. I don't want to say too much about you know what's going on in her personal life, all, but yeah. yeah. Um, but it sounds like it's been pretty crazy. But people like love Edie on the show a lot. They do. And there's apparently a lot of TikToks. I haven't watched them, but Charlie mentioned this the other day that like there's all these TikToks of people being like. Oh, I feel like this girl's just my friend. I just like know her and she's friends with me and we're friends. So I know that's Edie's power. Yes, that's her that's power. power. And she already had that power just in real life with people she feeling had, like yes. they're her friend. Yes. And now it's like being broadcast globally out and it's like everyone's Edie's friend now. Yes. <laughs> you hear that listener? So if yeah. you think you're Edie's friend, do not fall for yeah. that trap. You are not You're her just friend. like the rest of us. We're her Suckers. friend, okay? Suckers. No, I'm not even included. Yeah. I've known her for years. Yeah. But it definitely is it's interesting to know that that's happening and just to be like, to ask yourself that question. Like, do you really want to be famous? Or like, what do you want? Yeah. Do you want to be recognized? Do you want to be respected by your peers? Do you want to go to parties and have everyone already know who you are? Like, what do you want if you do want to be famous? Because there's bad parts of it, it seems like, obviously. Right, right. Undoubtedly, yeah. there must be bad, yeah. there must be bad parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I, if I was on a television show broadcast to the world, TikTok would be like, oh, here's this guy who's kind of bored. No, you know, it's like, it's like I, I feel like I already know this guy and I already hate him. <laughs> I feel like this is a guy in my life who I hate and I know more than yeah. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> He seems stressed out <laughs> and tired. He seems like a guy who hurt my feelings once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good for her. Yeah. Gotta get her back on the pod. We gotta get her back on the pod. I saw that um, Shiv from Succession announced her pregnancy at the season four Succession premiere. Um, this is old news. But Sarah I, Snook. Sarah Snook. Yeah, announced she's pregnant. And I was like, that's so awesome because I think she wasn't that famous before the show or like had just been in really random things. Then you get this amazing role that I assume you make a lot of money being on the show for four seasons. Um, and then you get to have your baby. Apparently she was pregnant all of season three. And I didn't even notice. That's just because of how they... And I didn't they, even notice. They, they, they oh, okay, shit. Well, they good thing it. I'm on season that, three because I'm going to watch it. at, at wow. HBO. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Cool. Because that yeah. seems like a hard thing. If you're on a TV show and your character's not pregnant, you're like, but I have a real life too. Right. I'm not, not going to get pregnant because she's not pregnant. But also, I guess I'm not. And in season <laughs> and the four, money. they were all pregnant in yeah. season three. They were all pregnant. <laughs> yep. Kendall too. Yeah. All the siblings. Yeah, that's cool. I, I think a lot chat. about that guy, Tom, because oh, yeah. I just think he's such he's a good actor. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, so fucking oh, good. I wish, I hope you are happy i hope you, you know, fly you don't even know what you feel yeah. towards actors when you see them in roles where you're just like i hope your life's awesome and you get other roles if that's what you want or you're yeah. just loving this one but i think you're amazing that's, that is how i feel about sarah snook she seems yeah. like a nice person <laughs> yeah. um what was I going to say? Annabelle's in the chat. She was written up in the damn New York Times. Bro, I know what we talked about. This uh, talked old about news, Sarah. We talked about it last That's week. That's why you got to be on every episode. Okay, yeah. I'm going to start coming to every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hate missing stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that that was cool. Yeah, yeah. And they got a little photo shoot. I want to get a little photo shoot. That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, you know, it success. won't be long before Raisin Man gets on the New York and Times. And we get a little photo shoot. Yeah. We get to wear little stylized outfits. We're in little tweed suits. Yeah. <laughs> Do they style you? That's my question. It's like they 
style they you. They style you. Yeah. You don't get to bring your own clothes? Did uh did Sabina get to wear the shirt from the three six mafia with the green skulls? With the green skulls? Was that an option? <laughs> Did they let you bring yeah. that one in? And yeah. we don't know. I I had this feeling about comedians really in twenty sixteen when there's this group of comedians that were getting put on like Vogue in Vogue magazine and stuff and then these really like yes. high profile style yes. magazines and they're like, This is the next upcoming up and coming comedian and here's them in like four hundred dollar pants and <laughs> these like this really sick designer outfit and it always made me think uh that's not funny yeah i don't, I don't like that that's not I, very funny but then that's not funny if someone approached <laughs> me to do that i'd probably say yes Fuck yes you know? <laughs> like, wait yeah, what, totally. if, what if level one that's cool level two that's not funny level three that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. If, well, well, I always thought, oh, I wish they could kind of do a photo shoot that sort of like captured that who that these people were like funny. I know, or but the funny photo shoot is even worse. Yeah, it's, it's like true. they're dressed like a clown or they're like that. drinking out of the toilet, but it's really glossy. You know, they're, yes. doing, no, they're it's cheesing true. at the camera while or they like. Someone, they're like spitting up milk or. or the, yeah, or they're in like a golf cart and they're like hitting things, you know, that aren't golf balls. Like, yeah. You know. Wait, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. Wait, Wait, you're saying that's the, a comedy photo shoot? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like yeah, the, yeah. they're being they're being kind of crazy. Yeah, there's no way to win. No, there is no way to win. There's no way to win. Even the even the photos in the last two Simple Town posters, I'm like, this is too, it's too like cute, like we look too nice or something. Mm. I like the one where Caroline's making that weird face. Me too. Cause and. Listeners, she is always looking like that. Like she, she's always making. <laughs> That's her damn faces. face. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it we, felt naturalistic to me. We got a first time live viewer in the chat, Cosmo. Welcome, Cosmo. I hope you're enjoying. Yeah. If you're listening, when did you start listening, and where do you usually <laughs> listen from? <laughs> and why did you want to watch? And what do you yeah. think about the show? Yeah. <laughs> um. Felipe yeah. has all the numbers and data about the listens at Razor Man, but he won't share it with Felipe, with Sarah and I. That's like right. he's like a streaming service. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't yeah. know whether we're going. That's to. That's why I'm convincing you guys to buy more and more XLR cables <laughs> and microphones because I'm like, you guys got to see these insights. Yeah. They're really good. <laughs> we have no idea how well the show is doing. Yeah, exactly. You have no bargaining power like, whatsoever. Well, awesome. If we're doing well, I'll buy another 1080p <laughs> camera yeah. to film. I guess I'll Twitch. sell my share of the show to you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll, yeah, I'll get a SoundCloud Plus subscription so we can fit more into the hosting. So are you guys going to announce a summer tour? <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to announce your Wait, summer are tour? are you joking? I'm joking. Okay. Yeah, we're done. We're done uh. We got to talk uh, once this podcast yeah. is over. <laughs> no, we're going to Manitoba. We don't got to talk about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do, Simple Town's going to do a tour this summer of three cities. The Midwest. Of the Midwest. Oh, really? We're touring oh, the... Great. You're in Chicago. For an extended weekend. Well, you weekend. knew this. That's why I'm asking if you're joking. I guess I'm joking because... Are you calling it a summer tour? We're I, calling it a Midwest oh, tour. Oh, okay, cool. So you were going on a summer tour. Okay, this is, okay. This is a nightmare. <laughs> I this didn't is think a you nightmare. were joking. I took you at your, at your word. I can't keep track. There's always different posters coming out no, announcing so different stuff. I thought you had seen that we had announced that oh, we were no. going to the Midwest. No. 
if you live in the Midwest, uh, Bloomington, Indiana. No, not if you live in the Midwest. If you live in Chicago, Bloomington, Indiana, or Minneapolis. Oh, that's right. You didn't answer because I saw that you're being open for by. Uh, it's a beautiful, a beautiful day, in the day in the Gulch. Yep. That's so fun. I love yeah. those people. Yeah. So we're uh, we're going to be playing, performing in June in those places. So if you live in those places, come around. Check it out. And there's a new kind of tick disease so be careful in the woods this really summer, everybody yeah what kind what does it do new, it's called like babyosis and uh, it infects you fast fuck yeah you know lyme disease you have like 36 hours to get the tick off so you can go home and oh, you can have a huge roach. ash roach where right over there it's going towards your uh, gaming laptop sam <laughs> keep going as I yeah. wage babyosis, babyosis, it's got flu-like symptoms. I don't know how serious it is. Is it chronic? I'm not sure. Because if it's like Lyme, that's like then that's bad. That is pretty bad. Ooh! Wow, he got it in one. You see it? It's he got big. it in one. We got these big ass roaches in the house. <clears throat> I know we didn't used to. I'll say this about the misunderstanding that happened with the summer tour joke. Please. That's an example of me building misunderstanding into my own mm-hmm. joking. Like I didn't understand off my intention or what it meant and. And then it didn't go super great, but no, no, yeah. I thought it was funny that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but what did it mean? I thought it was funny that you said that. Uh, Annabelle is saying that we should show the roach hentai to see if he rocks with it. Well, the roach is dead. We got. We'll show the. We next accidentally one. killed the roach. More. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty more. Yeah. 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 Touring the Midwest. That's I awesome. You guys get in a big van. We're going to rent a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. A small car. But we're, oh all, we're all hitting this stage of our lives where we're like, we're kind of Airbnb-ing it. We like, we want a big comfy car. Like we're not like kind of scrappy It's the cheapest way anymore. we can possibly yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to sleep on the floor of anyone's kitchen. <laughs> you know? so I want to sleep in someone's do, oven. <laughs> <laughs> as I do the tour, I'm already like... Uh, this kind of the dream of doing this has already sort of passed me by a little bit. I don't feel that way personally. Yeah. So I'll, I will amend. So speak for your damn self. Not feel like. Oh, I am speaking ages. for my damn self. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sleep is developmentally a couple stages. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a kid at heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's funny. When I look at people's tour schedules and like they have announced like. They'll be in Minneapolis on the 28th. Then they'll be in Chicago on the 29th. I know. I've I'm seen like, the exact Jesus same thing. fucking Christ. That, that sounds, does not sound good. No fun no. at all. <laughs> you don't even get to like chill and have breakfast. Yeah, totally. At a cool spot that totally. someone recommended you in, in the place. It's like you're probably on the plane yeah. that night. That's being a fucking road dog. Yeah. 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 So. So this is what it's going to be. Um, next Wednesday, May 24th. Come to the fucking Simple Town show. This is the monthly show. This is our monthly at Union Hall. Just come to it. We're doing a sketch that I think is pretty funny. You can get a hamburger at Union Hall. They have food. They have food. They have little thin <laughs> pizzas. <laughs> they have a little pizza that's like between a personal pizza and a pizza you can share. In terms of diameter, <laughs> in terms of diameter, it's kind what of a regular pizza. Mm. But in times, in terms of thickness, you can eat that whole thing and it won't make your stomach hurt. It's thin, people. Felipe's tried. And I've yeah. tried. You can eat the whole pizza by yourself. So um, that's May twenty fourth. Yeah, that's a plus. Fuck yeah. That's May twenty fourth at Union Hall. You're gonna want to come. And no ticks there. No. No ticks. Wait, what does the tick disease make you do? It gives you flu-like symptoms, but is it chronic? That's the question. It I'll makes you attack. It makes you attack other people. 
and bite them to give them <laughs> no, the diseases. No. Well. Yeah. That'd be cool. They said in global warming that tick-borne diseases are spreading, will spread faster. And that was the thing I heard 10 years ago. And now it seems like it's indeed happening. So, folks, if you think the scientists were are bullshitting you, I've now lived long enough that I'm beginning to see the effects of things they predicted earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your from your personal experience. That's seeing from my it. personal experience. So, guys, take that shit seriously. It's true. But then again, some of the stuff they said would happen. Sarah, do you think Simple Town should screen things during live events? I think that if Simple Town's going to sell a hat, it should be a more intricate design. You know what, though? It's too too late. I already already put in the order. What does the design look like? It just says Simple Town in regular. It's a beige hat, and it says Simple Town I proposed that to Ian, and he said, no, I would wear the more simple one. Well, we're already in the hole for these hats, so we're just gonna have to. Mo- <laughs> we're gonna have to move stock. I just feel like you guys are so good at drawing a little guy. I can't believe there's not gonna be one on the hat. At least one little yeah. guy on the hat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> there's not gonna be one. Okay. Um, then, so as far as screening things, maybe to start or something. You guys just have such good flow once the show is happening. I love how you do the little like Mr. Show thing, where it's like one gets into the next thing, like yeah. seamless. That the idea of, I mean, I guess you could integrate in a funny way doing a screening, but it does kind of like halt the energy a little bit. Sam, the group is going to be livid when they find out that you went over, you went over their heads to ask Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I spoke about it publicly on the podcast. Because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> this is a hotly contested issue, whether or not we show videos at the shows. Yeah. Who, who wants, who's against it? No, it's, it's not that hotly contested. Every show is different and sometimes we decide to do it. Sometimes we decide not to do it. Cool. We're discussing whether or not we should do it on this uh, tour, on this summer tour. But cool. either way, it always ends up being interesting. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> interesting to talk about. Interesting <laughs> to think about. I mean, hey, <laughs> we burned five minutes on it. We're, we're burning. Bitch, we'll burn six minutes on it. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Tell me someone's got a topic. Something in the news. Do not turn your nose up. Something at interesting. The to- at this topic conversation. <laughs> Something. Um, the person that we rent LifeWorld from has talked about trying to buy the building with us. We're not going to do that. You're not going to do think, that. <laughs> far, speaking for myself, I won't be buying the building. That's the news I got. Why won't you buy the building? I don't understand it. What does that mean? What would I do with a building? <laughs> would you not have to pay rent anymore? Yeah, we'd have to pay the mortgage, mortgage, which would be way more. Way more than <laughs> what do you do with it? And then also, like, what do you do with it when you want to stop doing life world? Yeah, Alex says I think it's interesting. Yeah, I don't want to totally shut it down. Um, but I know this is like this is like succession stuff where you're like blowing the details of the totally. deal before it comes out to tank it. Totally. Or like I'm saying this publicly, but I actually have completely other intentions, and I'm seeing yeah. six moves ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I go on the podcast. I say I don't want to do it. It's because I really do want to do it. I want to make people think it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah but take yeah. advantage of the chaos yeah i just like you find out chris rutledge comes in and swoops <laughs> and buys up the entire block before you can yeah well, what, what was the quote that they gave you um i think julia's mom actually looked it up and said that it's like a six million dollar building holy shit you know? six and it's million. just like a concrete stack of floors you can definitely pay for that with uh Pierce's shows, <laughs> yeah. Plus, um, yeah. Plus, child, yeah. We'll have child back. Hopefully, you guys have child on. 
And if you get one, K-Night Live, Kay's just got to do those every damn night of the week. We got to get those going every night. And you get Conor O'Malley in the mix, you got, you're buying that $6 million building. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then, and then we can do more shows there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, imagine when you own the building, all the shows you can do. (laughs) (laughs) Your show, you're going to do twice as many shows. Yeah. Have you ever thought about having a life world do like a show every single night? Uh, No. Or like sometimes we do because all the weekends are booked up and then someone messages us something that sounds really cool and then we're like, okay, we could do something on Tuesday. Um, but I think generally not because it just gets so exhausting because it generally is like the six of us who are always there and um, yeah, it just is too much. <laughs> and everyone that works there is still volunteering? Yep, that's right. What if you were so. paying everybody and then you got you paid people to do every other day? Then that would be cool. But you're not gonna we don't have that kind of we don't make any you don't money. have that kind of money yeah so I, I don't know about it but it's definitely interesting you, you know you got to make moves in this world you sink or swim yeah that's true yeah gotta keep moving like a shark exactly yeah I'm trying to think anything else that's interesting hmm no i think we could just kind of call it 10 minutes early are we 10 minutes early are we at the hour no, we are at the hour. Oh, we started okay. at at ten, four ten. Copy that. Damn. Let me let me just check my my phone. Yeah, sure. We can have one more. Um, Thursday, June fifteenth at the Huge Improv Theater in Minneapolis. <laughs> Friday, June sixteenth at the Collar Club in Chicago. And Saturday, June seventeenth at the Blockhouse in Bloomington. Simple Town will be performing an hour of sketch comedy and videos. Uh, we'll have. Performers such as Crud County opening for us. Um, it's a beautiful day in the Gulch and Commander Trip. So if you're from any of those cities, then you'll know which one is for which because you will know that those people are local to your city. Wow! Be careful with Will being in Bloomington because he might. I really know. I know. I know. That is. We're we're dragging him back yeah. into the car. Now. Yeah. No! I want to stay. <laughs> Um, Alex is talking about how the pandemic is over. People are having barbecues like it's the end of the Bro, days. I have not been to a single barbecue. I've, I, I came back I've been from, to three. I've been, I came back from Berlin and I was like, I don't want to see anybody. So I started wow. doing like alone life. You sure? Oh, you're on alone life. I'm in, I'm in an alone life moment. Whoa. But I feel like I got to emerge and do a friend life moment because I'm getting like a little sad. I always do this. I do like a week of really alone life, then a week of like extreme partying, then a, then week, a week of alone, alone life. It's the yin and the yang, brother. Yeah. The two yeah. wolves inside yeah. of you. So I think I got, I got to come out. And neither is the truth. Yeah. No, but neither is the truth. Yeah, the pandemic is over. I think the World Health Organization said that it's over. And then at the store, people have been donating huge quantities of masks and COVID tests and hand sanitizer. Wow. People are really like, it's over. We're done. We're done. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, and I then would you be embarrassed feel- to drop that off. <laughs> to be like, I really don't give a fuck anymore about having clean hands. <laughs> no, uh, no, to be like, I was hoarding this oh. the whole time. <laughs> People are bringing all this toilet paper back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You don't need to wipe your ass anymore. <laughs> I've been keeping this w. since March of 2020. Yeah. I don't need it. I'm thinking of getting a bidet. I want to get a, you know, those like bidets. Yes. I'm thinking of that we should get one. I'm going to get one. I'd like to get one for the house. But I have to figure out if it fits our toilet, and that seems like too Mm. complicated. I don't think anything fits in our bathroom. (laughs) Not not even the toilet. (laughs) It's so tiny. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, folks. Cool. Have a great summer, and we'll see you in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Raisin Man Arena.